Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. Happy Tuesday. Happy fantasy football playoff season. I'm Craig Mish, and today along with George Kurtz, we're going to give you a little preview of some of the things you can expect coming up this weekend, help you get an early look at your playoff situation. I know that that's the position that I am in right now, figuring out who I'm going to play this week, which players I'm going to play against as well, all to be determined. It is crazy fantasy season, no doubt about that. George, great to see you. Hope you had a great weekend, and uh, onward we go to the fantasy football playoffs. I know that uh, you're playing in several leagues this year, and and I hope that you made it in a few. Made it in a few, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see how it goes here. Uh, it's always nerve wracking now. Now you can't make any mistakes. Got to get the right guy. Do I got to play defense now? If I'm if I'm playing Craig Mish this week and he needs a wide receiver, maybe I need to claim that wide receiver even if I don't need one because I don't want Craig to have him. That sort of game you know, you play now. It's the only time, Craig, during the entire season where I do look at my opponent's roster. Yeah, I think you have to do that. And I just, uh, you know, I'm kind of during the show now looking at who I'm playing this week. I thought I was playing against uh, somebody else, but uh, I am not. Regardless of that, uh, this coming Thursday, Davis and I are going to go through some fantasy football playoff matchups. Maybe George will do that tomorrow on the show along with Davis as well. Here are our headlines as we begin the show on the 14th of December, 2021. Great to be with you here today. The Rams defeat the Cardinals 30-23 to on Monday Night Football, proving that there really is no dominant team in the NFC this season. That is for sure. you got the Bucs, you got the Rams, you got the Cardinals. They're all beating up on each other. Uh, right now, the Rams are right back to where they can potentially win the division in the West yet again. The NBA postponing the next two games with the Chicago Bulls. The Brooklyn Nets have all kinds of issues, too. I wonder where we're headed here with COVID in the NBA this week. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, Justin Verlander gets his deal officially done with the Astros. This, I guess, didn't cut the mustard initially, but now it is official for whatever reason. Not really sure why this is happening now, but it is done. And Spencer Rattler, once upon a time the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy Award winner at the beginning of the season at Oklahoma, has transferred, and now he is going to play for South Carolina and the SEC coming up in 2022. So uh, certainly we're going to get to our fantasy standouts, George, from the Monday night football game, and we'll hit on that coming up. But I think the reality of what we're seeing in the NFL is clearly still uh, expect the unexpected. Now this week in particular, this was, th- these were the most amount of favorites that won and covered in any week of the NFL season this past week. But I would imagine we'll be back on our uh, turning upside down on our head again this week. Oh, I, it's it's a one-week league, right? A team that looks great one week looks terrible the next week. We love them one week, and then we hate them the next week. It's a strange year in the NFL, and now COVID 
is making things much more interesting. As uh, Chris reported, 37 players uh, mm-hmm. on the COVID list. You know, I mean, as far as gambling is concerned, if you're gambling early, you're putting money on a game early Tuesday. You, you know, not only are you gambling, you're gambling times too because you don't know how many players on that team might get COVID by the by Sunday morning. Right by Sunday game time here. It's going to keep happening. I think it's going to keep getting worse because of what's going on. Uh, You know, and here in the Northeast, it's getting colder. We're spending more time indoors here. So, therefore, it's a better chance of spreading and all that stuff that's going on. And it was trying their best to to stop it. They issued that memo yesterday that all Tier 1 and Tier 2 employees, these are not players, employees of the team have to be uh, vaccinated with or boosted by the 27th of December. They're trying, but I don't know if they're going to be able to stop it. You mentioned Bulls in the uh, NBA Flames in the NHL have been shut down for a bit here. This is going to go on all winter. Yeah, no, it seems like we're heading that direction. You make a great point in wagering. I know bowl season's coming up in college football, and it is really hard, you know, to to pick up players in fantasy, George, off the waiver wire on a Wednesday, not knowing if these players are going to be available for the weekend. So fortunately, the one league that I'm still alive in, we get to make these decisions on Thursday. That's probably still not enough. But we are going to dive into, as as George mentioned, 37 players placed on the COVID list. And and right now I see four or five that could be potentially players that could help you in the fantasy football playoffs. So we're going to go over that as well. No doubt about that. Uh, and last thing here, I mean, we basically, George, are not going to have a lot of baseball to talk about this month. But, uh, you know, Verlander resigns with the Astros. He didn't pitch all of last year. He didn't pitch in 2020. But I, I guess there was some hiccup with the – language of the deal which pushed this to now but you know clearly when we do kick around to fantasy baseball season and hopefully a month from now you know Verlander is going to be a very interesting player to look at this year yeah uh listen and I'm glad Verlander's back uh see what he can bring here new day and age right 50 million at his age to come back from Tommy John I understand most play most people do come back from Tommy John but not all you know not everybody so what we'll see here uh I was surprised that they worked this out I thought there wasn't allowed any contact between uh, players and management of any sort. Now, to fix this language, you're telling me if Verlander wasn't consulted, it was just the agent and the uh, GM, and you think that's not allowed too. So surprised they were able to get this done here. I understand it's a minor thing. It was going to get worked out in a month anyway, whenever they settled this thing. Uh, it won't be a month. But uh, it is what it is. I was just surprised they worked it out now. I, I just thought all this stuff was, you know, kibosh. Can't do this sort of thing. I know it was a, probably a minor language thing at the, uh, you know, the, the – Commissioners always turned down for whatever reason. I'm still surprised they got it done. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, you know, I've still been able to be in contact with people around the game, George, but they have, uh, on the players and the owner side, and the reason why you're hearing nothing from anyone is because they've been strict instructions not to say a word to jeopardize any of, of these negotiations. So while it's a lot of hi and how are you, there is not a lot of information coming out of baseball. And uh, they're not expected, I don't believe, to meet this week, George. So, you know, hopefully next week or the week after they get this started. I can't imagine not having this done in February, but here we are. We'll be back with our fantasy standouts from Monday Night Football. We'll hear from Sean McVay. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what do you know? A primetime game in the NFL with 50 points scored. That used to happen a lot in the NFL. This year, kind of a strange season where some of the primetime games have not lived up to the billing. And I don't know that you would call this one living up to it, but certainly within a touchdown and over 50 points, you'll take it on Monday Night Football. Hopefully you got the best of the fantasy goodness that provided last night between the Rams and the Cardinals. George and I are about to run through the standouts from last night's game. Let's get started with the Rams. They were victorious. Matthew Stafford with an A-plus game, 23 of 30, 287 passing yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Sonny Michelle had a quiet game, just about 75 yards. But through the air, look at these performances. Cooper Cup, 13 for 123 and a touchdown. Odell Beckham Jr. continues to smack me around. I didn't think he'd have a single touchdown with the Rams. He scored three weeks in a row. Six receptions, 77 yards in a touchdown. And Van Jefferson, definitely playable in the fantasy playoffs. He had two receptions for 58 yards and a touchdown. Well, one player, of course, that you do not see here in the fantasy standouts is Tyler Higby. He and Jalen Ramsey during the day yesterday uh, had to be placed on the COVID protocols list. And Sean McVay talked about what he said when he heard they were not going to play on Monday night. My initial reaction was, you got to be me. Uh, you know, I, I mean, because really, you know, you know, I don't want to get too far into it. But I mean, when you find out five hours before you kick off that you're, you know, we only, you know, on Saturday morning, we find out we're losing three really important players in Havenstein, Double D and Daryl Henderson. Then you go to, to Monday or on Sunday, that was. And then on Monday morning, you say, oh, by the way, you know, you're going to now you're losing Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby. And so um, can't say enough about just the guy's ability to not flinch. You know, you, you don't replace those kind of guys, but that's why you have 48 guys that play on game day. And we certainly used everybody today and um, really, really proud of these guys. You know, just proud to be associated with this group and, and just be a small part. And minus those players, I uh, thought the Rams looked pretty good, all things considered, which definitely takes away a lot of the momentum for the Cardinals potentially winning the NFC. And let's take a look at the fantasy standouts in last night's game. Kyler Murray did not throw a touchdown pass in this one. He did have 383 passing yards and 61 rushing yards. But if you needed your 25 fantasy points last night from Kyler to win, you did not get it. James Conner, yet another touchdown, not one, but two just 31 on the ground, but he had nine receptions for 94 yards. He's been fantastic and will be uh, RB1 heading into the fantasy football playoffs. A.J. Green, seven for 102. Christian Kirk, three for 86. All right, George, so 
let's get into it here a little bit. What were your biggest takeaways from the game last night from a fantasy angle? Well, I mean, the Rams, uh, everything uh, he said, McVeigh, so true. Uh, I didn't give them much of a shot after all these guys on COVID. I don't know if I gave much of a shot coming into the game anyway. All right. I had, uh, I was on zone on Friday before they had all these uh, uh, injury problems and COVID problems here. You look, listen, Daryl Henderson, you're starting running back, you're starting tight end, and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I'm like, okay, uh, this is not going to go well for them. It's a Monday night game. The Cardinals could put this division away with the win, right? It's done. It's over. It's pretty much done and over anyway. Uh, I know the Rams are only one game behind here, but they lose the first tiebreaker. So, uh, or they're probably going to lose the first tiebreaker, I should say, uh, depending on how the season ends out. They almost need the uh, Cardinals to go 2-2 two and two, just to have a shot uh, down the stretch here. Could happen. And uh, maybe the Rams sweep out. But very impressed with the Rams. Matthew Stafford looked like the Matthew Stafford of the first, what, six, eight games of the season before he tailed off a little bit here. Aaron Donald was a monster again. I mean, come on. First play of the game. He sacks Kyler Murray by pretty much taking the offensive lineman and throwing in, throwing him into him. That's like, wow. That's what he did. He just threw the lineman into Kyler Murray. That's, just a fan. That's, that's setting a statement. Setting a statement that we're here to play football. And, you know, he's the leader, one of the leaders of that team, and everyone's going to follow that. So I just thought it was a great, great game by uh, the Rams here. Kyler Murray, the numbers look pretty, but he made some uh, head-scratching decisions. They like, what's going on? You know, the interceptions, all right, they were deflected. It happens here. What uh, the, fo- the football situational awareness at the end of the game, that was right out the window. All right, you, you can't throw that one pass in the first place over the middle of the field to your tight end. That's not going anywhere. It's just a time killer. And then not to spike the ball and your offensive linemen don't even block for you. That's fun. Now you got Aaron Donald letting free at me. That's not what I want to see here. So weird game for the Cardinals, but maybe they follow script. They are seven and zero on the road, Craig. Three and three at hmm. home. Strange, strange season. Yeah, that that is bizarre. I didn't. I wasn't aware that that was you know happening with them. And and I think you're right, George. They probably will win the division, but it went from definitely to probably pretty quickly after last night's game. I mean, they're still enough time to go uh the fantasy angle of this is of course the rams come out of this relatively healthy with the exception of the covid stuff so we'll have to keep an eye out on that but uh you know stafford is plug and play going into next week cooper cup is plug and play odell beckham jr and van jefferson uh george are definitely plug and play what about sony michelle i don't know like last night was a little bit of a different sony michelle game than what we saw and uh, look I, i suppose you probably have to play him in fantasy but I think if Henderson does come back, I mean, that definitely, I mean, it changes him from what, a rock solid RB1 to back end RB2, I guess. But you probably don't have a better option, is, is probably a guess. It's a problem, is what you're trying to say here. If Daryl Henderson's back, if he clears the COVID, it's a problem uh, about what you're going to do with these two. Uh, Henderson's your, your number one guy there, Michelle. I'd probably put him in RB3 range there. Depends on what you, what you got going on here. I mean, if you got this far, you might have better options anyway, right? You're in the playoffs. You might have better options than Michelle anyway. True. We'll see how it goes. The last four games of the Rams, looking at it here, it plays towards the passing game, all right? I mean, all these guys were talking about the passing game. They play Seattle. They wait the way to beat Seattle through the air. Their secondary is weak. Then you play at Minnesota. They have no secondary. Baltimore in week 17, the finals, they literally have no secondary. All their guys are hurt. So it's it's through the end. If you get the week, if you if you're playing in week 18, maybe you're playing combined, or you're in a league that just screws things up and counts week 18. They play San Francisco, another team, week secondary. So these last four games for the Rams are scheduled nicely for Stafford, Beckham, Cup, Higby if he's back here, Van Jefferson. 
they're all very, very startable here. I can't imagine sitting any of them assuming things keep going the way they are. Yeah. Now on the side of the Cardinals, we still don't know if Chase Edmonds is going to be back, but that does not matter. You're starting James Conner no matter what. Uh, the, the receiving situation definitely has turned quite a bit, George, where, I mean, I suppose if you have DeAndre Hopkins, there's just simply no choice. You got to play him next week. And he did get 10 fantasy points last night, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what, what the story is. Injuries, maybe just getting older. He, you know, clearly doesn't look the same on a week to week basis. There are games that Hopkins was out there and he catches eight balls for 140 and scores twice. But I just don't think we're going to see that same Hopkins from his uh, Houston years. I don't know. Is is it fair to say his prime is done? I mean, I hate to say that at this stage. He's still very young. I mean, once again, he's another problem because everything he said is correct. He's not the Hopkins he was in Houston for whatever reason. And he had a pretty big year last year with Arizona. So it's not so much not being on the same page with Murray. Is it the hamstring? Has it not fully healed? Is he still dealing with that? That is my best guess because you know he's still a major part of the offense here. But you're absolutely right. And what are you going to do? You're going to bench Hopkins? Good luck with that. And they play Detroit next week. You're not benching Hopkins. You're not probably not benching anybody in Arizona. Edmonds will be back next week. He was real close to being activated for last night's game before they thought, ah, we'll give him the extra week here. So you're starting all your Cardinals next week. They play Detroit. If you get on to the next week in fantasy playoffs, they play Indianapolis, and it's at home. And we know they don't play well in Arizona for whatever reason. Then they play Dallas during uh, your final week there. So the Cardinals are a little bit of an interesting team as far as what's, you know, why no Hopkins? Why don't they play well at home? But you shouldn't have to worry about it next week. They're playing Detroit in Detroit. Yeah, no, definitely so. Hopkins this season, just 42 catches, 572 yards. He does have eight touchdowns. And uh, if I told you at the beginning of the season that DeAndre Hopkins in November and December would have just one touchdown, you would have thought something has gone uh, very wrong. And, And basically, he's been hurt for a lot of the year. In fact, he came out of last night's game limping a little bit, but should be okay. Uh, going into this week, as you mentioned, against Detroit. But again, if he is hurt at all, does he play in, in the second half of that game if Arizona takes care of what they're supposed to, although you never know. It's the NFL. All right, coming up next, the uh, running back situation in Miami, extremely murky, but there'll be a waiver wire ad this week. Who will it be? Who should it be? We'll talk about that next. Great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're like me and you're getting ready for the fantasy football playoffs coming up this weekend, but you don't have two good running backs, you may want to look toward the Miami Dolphins. But the question right now is who will be their starting running back this coming Sunday for them? No one really seems to know as uh, that running back room has definitely been hit pretty severely by uh, COVID protocols, to say the least. Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins, Talked about where things stand potentially with Miles Gaskin and Savan Ahmed this week. Oh, yeah. So those guys tested posit- uh, positive last week. Um, I mean, as far as timeline, exact days, whenever, whenever, whenever they ended up on the uh, on the uh, waiver wire, I would say that, that that's the day. So um, I don't have that that exact in front of me. But uh, what was the other part of that question, Daniel? Is there any concern that um, those aren't just isolated uh, situations? Look, I mean, I think per protocol, we test once a week. Um, you know, we got tested today. Uh, we just go through. We just follow the protocols as we as we uh, we normally do, and. But yeah, no, there's no, no, no feeling that this is have, uh, that type of situation. But again, I also don't have a crystal ball here. With everyone coming off of the bye week and kind of getting away, um, I think just part of part of our discussion with being safe and understanding that there's still a pandemic out here, and um, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll follow the protocols and. And um, I practice the guys who are here. And right now, George, it doesn't appear that there are a lot of available running backs at this moment for the Miami Dolphins. But again, this will be a huge fantasy story going into the week. The Dolphins have won five games in a row, uh, playing better on offense. And as we take a look at some of the possibilities, it's it's super thin. So I'd love your opinion on this, George. We have Miles Gaskin, who is on the COVID list. We have Savan Ahmed. And if either of these two were active, they'd be startable, I think, this week in a fantasy football playoff situation. Philip Lindsay was placed on the COVID list yesterday, so he probably won't play this week. Uh, Duke Johnson was al- activated. Remember Duke Johnson? He was activated from the practice squad to the active squad. They have Jared Dokes, who could be their starter or second running back. And then they have Malcolm Brown, uh, George, who is on the injured reserve list. But if he is healthy, he could play this week. They also worked out Lamar Miller. So look, this does set up as a disastrous situation in fantasy, but I would also caution you to say don't ignore it because any starting running back in the NFL is worth rostering as you head into the playoffs for sure because, George, they're one good performance away from being a playoff superstar. That's the way that the fantasy playoff works. Absolutely. It's listen, it's going to be a guessing game, and I don't know if we're going to know by our fab, which is generally tomorrow night, you know, I don't know if there'll be any more clarity. I think Davis and I may be talking about this tomorrow, too. All right. I don't know the exact vaccination status of Gaskin. Uh, he's, but he's been on this for a while. And generally, 
it's tough to come back in week one from it to get those two, two uh, negative tests in 24 hours, but it's rare that someone's been out also a second week as well, right? And they these guys, none of these guys would have played Sunday if the Dolphins had a game here. All right, and Miami needs to win, so they're not going to play it safe here. They need to win this game. I think they have a damn good shot at the playoffs here. All right, they're six and seven. They play with Jets this week. They play with Saints next week. Those are two games you got to take care of business in. Two other teams not so good. Uh, and then last two weeks are a little tougher. They play Tennessee and New England. They did beat New England the first time. They went three mm-hmm. or four here. That's nine wins. Nine wins might get you in. It'll certainly get you in tiebreaker situations with a whole bunch of teams ready to get in. So uh, important games here. It's weird. I don't know if we've ever seen this. Like I said, I was looking at the same uh, running back depth chart we have up there. Gaskin COVID, Lindsey COVID, Ahmed COVID, Laird Brown IR. It's only Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson only here. He's bounced around with several teams this year. They'll have to add somebody else. Enough. My guess is, Craig, that they haven't added somebody right now means they do expect one or two of these guys to clear or someone to come off of IR because you're not going into a game with one running back. And you're signing somebody from outside the system, outside the team, they need time to learn as much as they can. They got to cram. So you're not going to wait till Wednesday, Thursday to sign these guys to Friday. So they must think that at least one, probably two of these guys will clear either COVID or IR. Yeah. So Gaskin and uh, Ahmed both vaccinated, uh, according to people who cover the Dolphins. So you would think that that would give them an opportunity to play. And maybe that's why. But Lamar Miller did work out with the Dolphins yesterday. I don't know if they signed him or not. I guess we will find out today. But that could be another name potentially to look at this week, George. And uh, by the way, for the Sunday games, they have to be activated by Saturday at 4 p.m. in order to play Sunday. So if you really want to know when your deadline is to get your guys ready, it is that's 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 probably what you should be watching. In fact, uh, anybody in the fantasy playoffs, George, probably Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern should have their phone. And that that's I, I don't think I've ever said that before, but I think this is the week to do it because you're going to find out when players are activated and deactivated and placed on the COVID list. Speaking of which, 37 other players placed uh, on the COVID list yesterday. Here are a few of them. Kadarius Tony, And by the way, this was yesterday, so this would seemingly mean it's going to be tough for any of these guys to play. Kadarius Tony placed on there from the Giants, and it's been a rough year for him for sure. Josh Gordon, who actually scored a touchdown this past week for the Chiefs. Alexander Madison was placed on the COVID list, and the Vikings did sign Wayne Gallman, so that certainly doesn't bode well for Madison. Cedric Wilson, who's you know more or less the fourth receiver in Dallas, so not a huge factor there. Quez Watkins, once every two or three games, George ends up with like a 40-yard touchdown, and then you think about picking him up and playing him, and then you know does nothing for a few weeks. So the huge names we haven't been hit yet. I'm guessing based on the last few weeks, we're going to get hit with someone here soon, and that's the that's the unlucky part about fantasy this season is that we could be sitting here on a Tuesday and then come Wednesday or Thursday, we're finding out we're heading into the playoffs without our best player. Yeah. It's, an, it's, what, it's what it is. It's just what it is right now. Sooner or later, a quarterback's going to get hit or a top running back, top wide receiver. They're going to get hit. It's going to affect an NFL game. It's going to affect us on the wagering scale side. It's going to affect us on fantasy as well. Cause you're going to lose that guy. And you might find out late. You can find out Sunday morning. That hey, oh, this guy failed his uh, pre-game COVID test. He's out. It's what happened to the Rams, right? They pretty much lost well three what three guys yesterday before the game. As uh, McVay said, five hours before game time, he found that he wasn't going to have Ramsey and these guys. So uh, yeah, it could happen. I uh, and listen, we saw it last year where Denver got hit with the whole room got uh, destroyed, mm-hmm. whole quarterback room. Oh yeah, start this guy at quarterback. He used to play quarterback in high school. Good luck to you. Uh, it wouldn't shock me right now. Nothing would surprise me here. Madison's the big name on this list here, and he's not vaccinated, so he's definitely out Monday. But 
but Dalvin Cook back wasn't going to play much anyway. And the other guys, and Tony was nice for a week and a half here, but he can't stay healthy. Now he's on COVID. Uh, you know, Cedric Wilson, you said it. He's fourth uh, wide receiver four on the Cowboys. And right now, Dez can barely complete a handoff on a downfield pass. Watkins is nobody ever lying on. Same thing with Josh Gordon. I have to think that he got the touchdown on Sunday just so Andy Reid's playing games with people. Oh, yeah, look at Josh. He's part of the offense now. Make sure you cover him. That sort of thing. Don't cover, don't cover Tyreek Hill. You know, don't cover Kelsey. It's Josh Gordon you want to worry about. That sort of thing. I think he's just playing games. Uh, so I'm not worried about Gordon. But we're going to see. I, I'd be shocked if we're going to see bigger names eventually on this list. It's just, it's just where things are going here. And if I'm NFL teams, by the way, going into the playoffs, I always want to wrap my quarterbacks in bubbles. I make sure these guys don't go anywhere. Right, you don't want to see Aaron Rodgers or you know Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, all these guys. Don't don't go out. Just go here and home, here at home, nowhere else. You know, because these guys go down, your season could end real quick. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I probably should have known better that we would be right back in the spot where we were a year ago. But we had such a nice and smooth first six seven weeks of the fantasy football season, and and I guess this variant or whatever is now you know wreaking havoc on on a lot of things, but. You know, Georgia just goes to show that, I mean, so much of this at the end of the season. And look, I, I've always maintained that fantasy football in general, it's better to be lucky than good. I mean, that's just true. But the playoffs, it more so than any year that I could ever remember. I talked about this on the show yesterday, George. I've never played players before that got me zeros. Like consciously, players that didn't play in games. That's happened to me twice this year. I've played players in games that didn't play, but they were active. And so I said yesterday, I don't know if this is so much about me as it is about just playing fantasy right now. You just can't really decipher information anymore. No, they're being cute too. Uh, you know, when can you tell a coach is lying when his lips move? They're never telling you the truth anyway. So uh, you always worry about that. And coming into this week, you know, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll play his lower ankle sprains all right. Yeah, sure he is, coach. I'm sure he's just fine. You know, Josh Allen, same thing. You know, uh, I almost automatically, I think I double. When a coach says he's uh, he's fine, okay, then he's not fine. It's automatic because I don't trust him. It's just a matter of what degree he's not fine. Uh, with Josh Allen, probably not as big a concern this week because he can still throw. You know, the arm should be fine. The foot maybe not so much. So he won't run so much. But he wasn't running all that much anyway until last week. Lamar Jackson's a huge concern because I need his legs. I'm pretty sure. I haven't checked yet. That's so I'll let you know how my day is going here. I haven't checked one league. That I Lamar Jackson was my starting quarterback. I'm pretty sure I lost. I had a shot last night. I don't think I got there. And uh, I, I haven't looked because I don't want to be depressed and be eliminated in the league. So, uh, you know, that's just devastating to lose these guys and not have a full strike next week. You know, and, and you know, if you have in the playoffs, you, you roll all season long. And then when it matters, you don't have, well, you don't have their, their number one ability, which in case Lamar Jackson's number one ability is to run the football, run with the football. So it, it's frustrating. Like I said, 13, 14 weeks, everything's going fine. And then week 15, you lose the number one guy you need to perform. Drives me insane. Yeah, I'm I, I'm secretly hoping that Tennessee opens up this week with a Derrick Henry's back at practice. Like, that's like the only thing that could get me to a championship at this point. Uh, so many issues have happened over the course of the season. Well, as George discussed, uh, look, it, it's hard to really get the understanding as to what is happening around the league from the coaches. But it's important to hear that, you know, the updates on Lamar Jackson and the updates on Josh Allen, the two players that are a huge factor coming up this week. And we'll hear from Harbaugh and McDermott next. Stay on the show. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV to get the latest news, notes, and information with this ever-changing world in the NFL. Of course, it is college basketball season. All of our guys and gals are picking against the spread, so stay on the grid for that, not to mention fantasy content from all of our shows. It's very simple, and it's free. Follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV as we are back live here, 1240 Eastern, 1140 Central. Craig Mish and George Kurtz here on Fantasy Sports Today. All right, key injuries in the NFL. They uh, really just kind of hit us with a couple, unfortunately, on Sunday. Two definite starting quarterbacks for the upcoming fantasy football playoffs and in your DFS lineups, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. And first, let's get an update from John Harbaugh, the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, on Lamar Jackson. Lamar has an ankle sprain. Uh, It's not a high ankle sprain, which is uh, good news. And uh, we'll just have to see what it is from there and uh, how he feels this week going forward and what it looks like. Hey, Coach, if it's, if it's a short-term uh, uh, injury for Lamar, is the Ravens uh, going to try everything around Tyler Huntley entirely? Well, we're going to see where we're at, you know, with the situation. The plans are right now, for, you know, in my mind, for Lamar to be out there. So we'll see where it goes this week. And if he, if he can go or go, if not, Tyler will be the quarterback. So that's where we're at. And Tyler Huntley, pretty admirable, played well last week, leading the Ravens uh, almost to a win in Cleveland when they were down three touchdowns. But certainly uh, no new information there from John Harbaugh, something we're going to have to check back at practice on tomorrow. Now, speaking of which, will Josh Allen practice tomorrow for the Buffalo Bills? He had a walking boot on when he did his postgame after the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, late yesterday updated Josh Allen's status. Um, we'll see what Sunday looks like, um, as we get through the week, um, as well as his practice time through the week. So you have no idea whether he's going to be able to get out there on, on, on Wednesday yet? 
don't know, right? We're just going to take it one day at a time here, John, and see where it goes. Uh, I talked to the medical team and, uh, you know, he has a chance. We'll just, we'll just see where that goes. I just spoke with Josh as well, and uh, he's in good spirits. Um, totally sore. Uh, I thought, thought he played a heck of a game, uh, in that second half and, and uh, led our team in, in big moments of the, of the game. All right, George, so at this point, we have Lamar Jackson, and I guess a little bit two different situations here. We have Lamar Jackson, who left the game and didn't return. We have Josh Allen, who finished the game but ended up in a walking boot. And so naturally, the go-to is just to assume, okay, so since Allen finished the game, he's got a better shot to play this week than Lamar Jackson, but that's not really the way that injuries go. Although if you asked me who am I more optimistic about this week, obviously it would be Allen because he ended up finishing the fourth quarter and overtime. Now, assuming, and this is an awfully big assumption, that they're at least telling us the truth about the injuries, you know, foot sprain, low ankle sprain. I think they both play. I mean, I'd be, I'd be surprised because even he can like say, oh, you know, we're, we're 12 and two. We can afford to have these guys off for a week. Uh -uh. All right. Bills are a mess right now. Uh, they're seven and six. Now they have the easier schedule. They're playing Carolina this week, which they should be able to take care of business, even if Allen's not at full strength or even if they had to go to Mitch Trubisky. But Allen's going to play. He's going to at least try and play. Maybe he doesn't finish the game. I think, listen, I think he'll be fine. I think they'll, they'll wrap it up, shoot it up, whatever they have to do to get him to play. I think he'll be fine. He may not be running around. He may be more, much more of a pocket passer this time. But even that, it wouldn't shock me if he can do some, some moving also. Lamar Jack's probably my biggest concern because a lot of his fantasy value is with his legs. So if he can't, be that guy who's going to rush for 60-plus yards. That's a problem. That's a problem. Now, they're playing the Green Bay Packers. All right? This game, they're likely to need full, you know, full tilt Lamar here because we know Baltimore's secondary is done. Toast. They got they don't have one. But Rodgers should be able to put up points almost at will in this game. So they're going to need Lamar to put up, you know, do the same thing here. And I have the backup. Harley played well on Sunday. But that's when the other team wasn't prepared for you. Green Bay will be a little bit prepared for him this time in case Lamar Jackson can't go. I think both guys start, and I'll be honest, if I had Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, yeah, they're starting for me too. If they're starting for them, they're starting for me. I don't, I doubt I'm going to have a second quarterback that I love. That like, okay, yeah, I could sit Lamar Jackson. I don't think I'm, I'm going to roll with these guys unless we hear bad things this week. Oh, he, he can't move. He's going to play, but he, yeah, he's a pocket guy. That's it. If I hear that about Lamar Jackson, sure, then maybe I'd go the other direction. But other than that, if they start for their teams, they start for me. But um, I'm worried. I'm certainly worried, but I'm more worried about Lamar than I am about Josh. And, and the reality is, is that come tomorrow, neither quarterback may practice, which means on Thursday, you'll have to at least have a backup option going into the weekend. And in some leagues, you can't even make moves during the fantasy football playoffs after this week. So let's take a look at some potential options that basically can help you, George, in case either of these two quarterbacks do not play. Baker Mayfield is a possibility for Cleveland. Now, again, he plays Saturday night against the Raiders. Ben Roethlisberger of Pittsburgh plays against the Tennessee Titans. And again, these are quarterbacks that are probably on your waiver wire in 12-team, 14-team leagues. Uh, Trevor Lawrence goes up against the Texans. This will be the best matchup he's seen in a while. Jimmy Garoppolo of San Francisco goes up against the Atlanta Falcons. And then if you can wait, you got Justin Fields Monday night for Chicago against the Minnesota Vikings. And it's funny that Fields probably may get the most fantasy points of all the names we just mentioned. But the thing for me, George, is that with all this COVID stuff going on, it's like, I don't know that I want to just have Fields 
as my only option going into Monday. I don't know that I want to have any player as my only option going into Monday. So it's like a serious week of handcuffing coming. Yeah, you uh, actually, you mentioned a fantastic point, by the way. If you're in a league where you can't make any moves after this week, you have to have a backup quarterback. I mean, uh, in most normal years, I probably say I probably might still not do it, but we mentioned COVID could be an issue at any time here. You have to have a backup quarterback. I hate doing it. I hate leagues who do that, by the way. I only play in one league that eliminates that. But all others are, you know, you can make moves whenever you like there. And that cost me one year because it wasn't a quarterback. It was my kicker who got hurt. Mm. And I take a zero. I couldn't replace him. I take a zero at kicker. I'm not saying you should go out and have a second kicker as well. I mean, I still don't do that in that league, but it did cost me. And I did lose a uh, likely loss because I lost by, I don't know, four or five points. If I had a kicker, maybe I would have won. Maybe the kicker would have done anything. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, you got to seriously think about having those handcuffs if if you're in a league that doesn't allow you to make moves after Sunday game time, whatever it might be. So uh, that's a consideration here. Of the guys we're looking at here, listen, I don't have to be completely desperate. Well, I mean, to Trevor Lawrence, when was the last time? Craig, I think you thought a touchdown pass. I know. Right? I mean, come on. No, no, not doing Trevor Lawrence. No, thank you. That's a mess down there in Jacksonville. Or for you, it's up there in Jacksonville. Uh, no, not going uh, there. Any of the other guys, though, I think are legitimate here. The Raiders look like they've packed it in. All right, they they all right, they're done. You know, they've lost five out of six. The only team they beat was the Cowboys. Ah, oh no, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Uh, so they look like they're done. So I'm not. I'm probably not going uh, that direction there. Ben against Tennessee. Which Steelers team are you getting? The first half against the Chargers and Vikings, or the second half against the Chargers and Vikings, where they're putting up points at will here? Which team? Yeah, but Ben is an option here. Fields, I like because, you know, you're playing Minnesota. They have no secondary either. You can throw against them. And we know he can run a little bit. Kind of like that. I might go that direction there. I don't know if I can go Baker uh, and that because I, I think they're going to run the ball more than throw it there. So I think Fields might be the guy I'm looking at here to really uh, give me some points. Yeah. I mean, if I'm starting Fields, though, like, George, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about – about going into Monday night with a player. Like, I am worried because, I mean, we I got hit like with that. Tyler Higby. We got hit with Higby like hours before the game. Like, who's to say that that's not going to happen on Monday night? It's going to be tenuous for sure. Um, well, listen, the other question is at this point, do you have better options than Dak Prescott? Not a question that I thought that we would be asking ourselves at the beginning of the season, but a reporter yesterday asked head coach Mike McCarthy if, if uh, Prescott is in a slump. I think this is, you know, it's different in football. It's, it's 11 on 11. Uh, I think a lot of things go into it. Um, I don't think Dak's in a slump. Uh, I think everything that has not gone the way uh, we'd like it to go is, is are, are, are things that uh, we can we can improve on. Um, that's the focus this week. We had a chance to go through the videos of staff, and all of our players have rolled through um, this morning. Uh, really, everybody was in and out here by 2 o'clock today. So, you know, we'll just keep working you know it's uh it goes this way sometimes and it is not gone uh Dak Prescott's way the league that I have Dak Prescott I got knocked out last week it was not a great year for me uh owning Dak and specifically the last four games George let's take a look at this I mean he only has four touchdown passes versus five interceptions he's he has two fumbles he lost one he's been sacked 11 times of course one of his key offensive linemen probably not going to play this week against the Giants, you would assume that it, all Dak needs to do is just go back and watch this Herbert film from last week, George, because Herbert was just lighting up the Giants secondary all game long. 
you know, 50 yard touchdowns, 30 yard touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. I mean, you would think that Dallas should not have a problem with the Giants, but I've seen this movie before in the NFL and uh, and I am never willing to just bl- throw just some blanket on top of a game and say this is exactly the way it's going to go because it doesn't go that way. So what's going on with Dak Prescott? <laughs> well, if I knew, I'd be making a phone call to uh, Mr. McCarthy and Kellen Moore and Jerry Jones and all of them. Uh, I don't think anybody knows what's going on with Dak Prescott right now. Uh, I know people are assuming that it's some kind of injury because he's played this poorly since coming back from the calf injury. Yet that doesn't make any sense. You watch him on the field, he moves fine. You know, it's not like he's stationary in the pocket. Now he gets out of the pocket fine. The Cowboys won, clinched that game on uh, on Sunday by having Dak scramble out of the pocket and run for the first down. So there's nothing wrong there. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong with his arm. The passes are, are well, they're not crisp, but they're he's throwing the ball hard. So what's the issue here? It's head, head. You want to call that a slump? I think his confidence is shot for whatever reason I think his confidence is shot. And really the, uh, the important thing for the Cowboys now, the division is over. All right, they've won the division. They got four games now. They've got a month to get his confidence in there, and I don't know how you're going to do that, but you, he bet, you better figure it out because if not, you're going to get spanked, uh, probably by the Rams in the uh, first round of the playoffs. That's who you're lined up to play against right now, and you have been lined up to play them for almost a month. So uh, you better figure it out. But I don't have any answers for you. But right now, starting him on Sunday, probably not for me. I yeah. and I hate to say that because the the Giants could be lit up. Right, and the, the, the Dallas Davis is playing so well, you might have to go ball in plus field territory a couple of times here, you know. But I mean, anybody watching him play lately? I think uh, it's not one game. If it's one game, Craig. All right, yeah, I'm starting Dak. But this this is four or five games now. I'm looking for a backup here. I do not want to start Dak on Sunday, Craig. I, as a Cowboy fan, I can't believe in Week 15 I'm saying I am much more confident in the Dallas defense than I am in the offense. This shocks me to say this. Yeah, the defense is playing great. It's kept them in games. It shut out Washington for more than a half in last week's game, and I, I think it's definitely a, a fair assessment. But, uh, look, the, the Giants last week were awful for the majority of the game, and you would think, George, that provided they just I, – I don't know. What is the number? 24 points? I mean, can the Giants score 24 points in a game? I don't think so. No, Tony. All right, Daniel Jones is out too, so you're going no better than Mike Glennon. The fans here want Jake Fromm to be the quarterback, by the way. Not that he's better than Glennon, but I think the fans know what – right, you know what Glennon is. Why not start Fromm? But I don't think they'll do that against the Cowboys. Maybe the last couple of weeks they might go that direction, but they won't do it against Dallas. They're going to want to try and give Dallas a game here. All right, so the Giants, who's playing well? Wide receiver, Galladay's been a buzz. Shepard's hurt all the time. Giants Mm -hmm. are a mess. It's going to be a house cleaning there in the offseason. Yep, probably so. All right, we'll take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today. George and I will be back in just two minutes, so stay on the grid. Also, we'll discuss some NBA DFS as well. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kansas City Chiefs probably, George, looks like going to be without Chris Jones, the defensive lineman uh, who was placed in the protocol list today, says uh, head coach Andy Reid. And Kansas City's got a big matchup coming up on Thursday night against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Kansas City minus four points on the road, too, in this game, which is you know kind of an odd line, I guess. But the Chargers don't really have a home field advantage, as we've learned. Well, I think the well, they they don't, and uh, that's true. That's kind of sad, by the way. But that's what you get when you pretty much move it to someone else's stadium. Uh, whatever. Uh, I think this line though reflects also that uh, the Chargers, and this is really a shame because this is a huge game. If the Chargers won this game, by the way, they'll win the AFC West because they play nobody after this, right? And they would have beaten the Chiefs twice if they would hold the tiebreaker. So it's a shame that they're not going to be at full strength here. But how healthy is Austin Eckler? You want to talk about an injury we're going to be watching over the next, what, 48 hours? Mm-hmm. This is one. Eckler's a, 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 an easy RB1 here. And if he plays for the Chargers, you're starting him. There's no doubt about that. But he didn't finish that game against the Giants. All right. He's, uh, they call him questionable to, uh, to play. And they didn't practice yesterday. But if they did, they said he wouldn't have practiced. So that's not a good sign. You know, they didn't even give him a limit. They're saying he, did, uh, he didn't. So that's not good at all here. We'll see what happens the rest of the week. They also, their uh, first-round pick Slater on the offensive line, a line that already yep. has question marks, he's in COVID. So maybe the Jones-Slater thing offsets uh, itself if you want to look at it that way. But uh, this is not good. Eckler's is a key, key for the Chargers here. I want to see a good game Thursday. I'm not saying I'm really going to charge or really for the Chiefs, but I want to see the Chargers be at full strength. And I just don't think that's going to happen. I like the Chiefs. Yeah, I like an underdog. <laughs> I'm pretty much on the underdogs all season long, and uh, that's why I didn't have a great week this past week. The rest of the season's been okay. Okay, uh, Chris has the update coming up here at the top of the hour, so stay on the grid for that. Then George and I will be back for the second hour of the show, try to get through this NBA DFS late with all these games being postponed and canceled and moved. Who knows what will be in store for tonight, but we'll take care of you as well. So stay with us here on FSP. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes here on fantasy sports today don't go away sports happens every day and we give you expert insights and information on gaming and more every day you see a trend reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.